I don't need help. I'm not in an abusive relationship. This is just how it is for us. It's a lie we tell ourselves, one that many in abusive relationships repeat until they believe it. But there's hope. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship, a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence. This show is about hope. You will hear from survivors of abuse, and their stories may sound familiar. They may even inspire hope. Our goal is to connect with others in these toxic relationships to offer that hope, and with supporters of our mission, anyone willing to help get rid of abuse in our culture. We also talk with the experts in the field, from the officers on the front lines of domestic abuse calls to the therapists and advocates helping survivors navigate this complicated road of recovery. If you're in need of help, please visit our website or call our 24-7 hotline, 800-828-2023. And if this is an emergency and you need help immediately, please call 911. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship with your host, Claudia Pauls. Thank you for joining us again today for I Am Not In An Abusive Relationship. And we've been talking with uh, employees and board members of DASIS, as well as uh, survivors and uh, therapists and folks who are working in the organization. Um, Today, we're going to talk with Dan Moyle, who is the creator and uh, one of the producers of our podcast. So welcome today. Thank you. That sounds uh, so important. I don't, it is. Uh, I don't think I it is. I think it's <laughs> very important. It's kind of nice to have you talking instead of you know running all the equipment. Right. Well, thank you. Although you're probably still running the equipment too. Yeah, a little bit, you know. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk a little bit, well, maybe about the podcast itself as we go forward. But um, how did you get involved with DASIS? So I got involved with DASIS uh, when I walked up to the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event. Mm -hmm. And one of the board members who I knew from a previous organization that I had co-founded and and sort of run, uh, she came up and said, hey, welcome to the walk. Would you consider joining our board of directors? (laughs) And I thought, wait, you're asking me? How desperate are you? uh, Her her name is Cheryl, and Cheryl and I talked, and and she said, look, we're, we're always recruiting great people to be involved in the organization. And right now, especially for our board of directors, I know what you did with uh, the Talons Out organization, and I'd love to have you talk to our folks and consider it. Would you consider it? I said, well, sure. I had just recently stepped down from that position and had some time, and I and I really got the bug to give and to help lead an organization when I when I helped co-found that, that uh, group. And so I thought, well, sh- sure, I'll consider it. Mm-hmm. And so I did the walk. I walked a mile in high heels. There you go. And it hurt. Yes, it does. Uh, but it, it's funny because, I mean, side note, like the event, is, is such a kind of tongue-in-cheek event to get men to wear heels and really kind of realize how difficult it is, but also to, to get the cat calls and the honks and, and the hollers and to realize that, that that's out there in the world. Mm-hmm. And so, and then also, obviously, to raise money for the organization and everything else. So we have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, but I, I did the event, and, and I got done talking with Ned, our board president right now, and I just thought, man, this seems like a great organization. Mm-hmm. And so I... I then met with Ned and Rose, the executive director of DASIS that you've heard on the show, of course. And just, I just, I was moved. I mm-hmm. thought this is a great organization. And, you know, I, I have I have two daughters. I have a wife. Of course, I have a mother. And what I find interesting about the 2019 Walk-A-Mile shirt, it, and on the back it says, she's someone's, and under it says, I think, you know, wife, sister, mother. And they're all crossed out and it says, she's someone. Oh, that is great. It's it's amazing because at the end of the day, while, while I, I have daughters, a wife, a mother, and I would never want any of them to face domestic violence or sexual abuse, mm-hmm. in reality, 
the the victims, the survivors, are just humans. Absolutely. Whether it's she's someone or he's someone or they're someone, they're just humans. And so while I have this personal connection to the to the female population that moved me to think, I want to protect my daughters. Mm-hmm. I want to be there for anybody who, who is someone's daughter or mother or sister. In reality, I just want to be there for other humans. Mm-hmm. And so it, it really moved me to add my voice to that. Um, and through... You know, interacting with Dasis and talking with people like Liz Alderson, who's been on the show before, talking with Rose and with Deb Hackworth. Um, you know, it's men. It's not a man problem, but men are a big part of the solution because so often the victims and survivors are women. Right. And even when they're not, when they're when they're men, oftentimes the perpetrators are other men. Like we have the power to stop it. And so adding my voice to that and adding a, 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 man, a man's voice, a male voice to that, I just felt was kind of important. Like not to be the knight in shining armor and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the day, but just to add my voice to that. I felt like it was an important thing. So I, I joined the board and it's been an amazing experience, educational, rewarding, at times very fun, at times very difficult, right. uh, but a, a great choice. I'm so glad I did. That's great. So we're going to... like counting you for many years to come I'm I, sure. I hope so I hope so God willing <laughs> and so how did did the podcast itself come about that's uh kind of one of your brain childs here yeah it it's an obsession of mine <laughs> I, it's a good obsession I realized recently I have three podcasts that I am involved in and somehow uh and and, and I, so I have four more days to fill of the week uh <laughs> my my little podcast comes out on monday i have a, a business podcast for my job i have a real job as well uh that comes out on tuesday and then i'm not in an abusive relationship on wednesday so i got thursday and friday for weekdays and saturday and sunday if i want to i got well, days we can we can work on that yeah. <laughs> but i i started getting involved in the podcast world through a job that i had and we did what was called podcast interview marketing and so kind of like guest blogging or pr stuff you go if you have, let's say, a book or you're a coach or you have a brand that you want to get out there in the world, you can go be on podcasts as a subject matter expert and get your word out there. Hmm. It, it's awesome. And it works really well for certain things. And from that job, I started my own podcast, uh, The Storytellers Network, where I interview storytellers kind of about marketing and advertising, but more about story. And, and I've had an incredible experience with that. And so I love podcasting. I've been to a couple of uh, conferences with it, met a bunch of podcasters. It's this whole world out there that's amazing. And then as a content consumer, mm-hmm. I love listening to great podcasts. And so when Ned and I and Rose started talking, I, I said, you know, I just have this idea. I think Dasis could have a podcast. And other than what's a podcast, uh, right. they, they said, right. well, what do you mean? And I just had this idea in my head that getting stories of survivors out there in the world to to inspire others mm-hmm. might be helpful. And, and it actually started because at the Walk a Mile event, the speaker that day uh, is a survivor, and her story was powerful. But the thing that she said a couple of times that really stuck in my brain was, well, I didn't feel like I was in an abusive relationship. I kept telling myself, I'm not in an abusive relationship. This is just how it is for me. Other people have it worse. And I thought, that that phrase, I'm not in an abusive relationship, how often do victims and and hopefully survivors, how often do those folks say that? Oh, I'm sure. Right. Right. And so that was what stuck in my mind. And I thought, man, if we can get that word out there to to, to show them this is not okay, to give them the tools to get out of it and give them the hope that they can survive it, what a great way to do it. And, and at first I thought if we do just survivor stories, 
number one, it's going to be hard to find all those survivors to mm-hmm. fill 52 weeks, 52 mm-hmm. episodes in a year. But also, it gets heavy. It is very heavy. And, and you know this, Claudia, as, as the host, I mean, gosh, you're, you're going through that. Uh, but I thought as a listener, I don't want to hear that, that every week. You know, I mean, obviously, maybe people do because they watch like Law and Order SVU or other stuff. We we watch shows like that. But I thought I don't want just that. But if we can give tips too, you know, maybe every every other week or whatever it is, right? We give tips with the experts or we tell stories about how to get out of it. But if we only do tips, then it's only just an instructional. So so I wanted both. Right. Mm-hmm. And Ned and Rose both went. Sure, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was the genesis of it. Um, I did a little research. I knew kind of how to do this stuff. I like I said, I had my own show that I produce and, and record and everything else, and so I knew how to do it. Um, and that was that was how it started. Well, that's terrific. And then being able to pull in uh, community members that help. I mean, um, the radio station here in Sturgis has been a great supporter. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was, you know, one of the great, one of the things that Ned is great at is connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a book once called The Go-Giver from John David Mann and Bob Berg. And there's a, a, a character in this parable called The Connector. And that's Ned to a T. He loves to connect people. He either knows everybody or knows somebody who knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, does. he does that. And when we talked about, okay, so how do we do this? How do we record it? I said, well, we can use our just our phones or we can get a recording device and sit in a room. I said, but like a a, state, a, a studio would be great. <laughs> he goes, well, I know somebody. <laughs> There's this radio station in, in Sturgis, Michigan, for those listening outside of Michigan. Uh, in Sturgis, the, they, they might be able to do it. Let me, let me get a hold of my, my buddy Mike. And so uh, he talked to Mike Stiles, and who, who then talked to the owners of the – the station or whatever, the management, and said, yeah, we'll do that. So WBET and Sturgis gives us a studio whenever we want, basically. And, and yeah, it gets them involved, and they've actually done stories on our podcast to help get the word out. So right. it's been incredible. And then, Claudia, you, you know, uh, Ned said, I know somebody who can host this. <laughs> and uh, her name's Claudia, and she does – she's a, a teacher and, and an educator, and she's just got a great way about her. And I said, oh, okay, cool. Is she a, a podcaster, a radio person? No. Like, no. Okay, that's fine. L- let me talk to her. I so. like to learn things. So. You do. And you've yeah. been amazing, so thank you for that. Well, thank you. Uh, and, yeah, so to have somebody willing to give their time like that and make this this idea of mine come to life has been really incredible. And I, and I got to say, too, I just got to say this. I don't mean to be on, a like, a monologue tirade here. Uh, you said earlier I'm a creator and one of the producers. I'm only one of the producers. There's a whole committee of people who do this. Rose Ludwig is always thinking of new ideas and, and doing things behind the scenes to help make it happen. Deb Hackworth uh, is somebody who interviews our survivors to make sure they're ready to be able to tell their story. Right. Um, and the rest of the committee, too, uh, you know, Liz and McKenna uh, and Ellen, everybody who helps this, it's a group effort. It takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a, a, a village to produce a podcast. Right. Truly. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And uh yeah, it's really cool. Well, and this is just one of the the ways that DASIS has has outreach programs or mm-hmm. uh, ways that we can get in touch with people who may not know they need help yet. So yeah. um, the podcast really is reaching a lot. It really is. It's it's interesting because you know they're gonna as one of the producers behind the scenes. I'm the one doing the the editing and the posting and looking at the numbers and stuff and. What's interesting is in the the podcast world, there are about 700,000 podcasts out there right now, Mm -hmm. 700,000 shows. Um, A lot of those are not active anymore, but that's like the number that everybody throws around now in the industry. Out of those, uh, there are some 
like, and people may know this, these folks or not, but like the Joe Rogan podcast or an NPR podcast or uh, Jordan Harbinger podcast that get thousands of downloads, a million a month maybe or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Huge numbers. Most of us independent podcasters, which is what I consider I'm not in an abusive relationship, uh, are much smaller than that. Mm-hmm. But even with those big numbers and the small numbers, the average download for a show is about 130 per episode. 130 listeners, 130 downloads, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we are already, with only about 20 or so out there, uh, averaging over 275 downloads per episode. So we've grown very quickly. It's very cool. We are being, we, we are listened to in 48 states plus the District of Columbia. So if anybody is in Vermont or knows somebody in Vermont or Alaska, <laughs> get them to listen to us. So that'd be all 50. That's right. Uh, like 35 countries around the world. We had, we've had listeners either call in or message us from South Africa, from Canada, from around the country that have said, I listened to your show. I happened to find it. Somebody told me about it or whatever the case may be. But I happened to listen and I realized that I'm in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. and I need help. Do you have resources? Mm-hmm. You know, and so we obviously give them the national, you know, hotline or website, this kind of thing. Um, we serve the three counties of Cass, St. Joe, and Van Buren, but but we're here to serve everybody. And it's just, it's incredible. The the reach that this podcast has given us is, is awesome. And my hope is that not only are we helping those folks, give them resources, but that we're also bringing listeners in that can support the organization. Right. Um, I know it's one of the big things that board members are out there supposed to do is find money to support us. And that's my hope with the podcast is that it's a little bit maybe of a passive channel, but the people hear this and say, I've got to give to something. Mm-hmm. I've got to do that. So, um, yeah, right, so it's, right. oh, yeah. Well, and we frequently put our 800 number out there, which I'll do right now is 800-828-2023 and our website, dasismi.org and getting folks to, look at the website and see the kind of work that DASIS is doing and um, how what opportunities we have for them to get involved, whether it's, you know, contributing funding or time or help or participating in some of the fundraising activities that yeah. we're doing um, is also one of the things that this mm-hmm. podcast has been able to do as well. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this has been great. Yeah. Um, being able to to uh, bring information to people too is, uh, I mean, podcast was like nobody even knew that word like a couple of years ago. Right. Um, and and I have in front of me a card, um, which maybe you can explain that to our listeners. Uh, the front just says I'm not in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. but we have um, QR codes. I don't know how that's for a good <laughs> word that nobody knows along with podcasts. Right. Um, so that they're able to find us. Yeah, we, we decided to design some business card uh, size promotional. I mean, they're, they're business cards, but they're not like your traditional business card. But they're that size, and it's just a promotional piece of content to get out to people that we hand out to people. We leave in, in community areas that people will allow us to. Um, sometimes even just leave them on a table in a restaurant. Didn't ask permission, maybe. <laughs> but uh, hand, hand them out. And, and the whole idea is just to let people know that we're out there in our, in our community. Um, obviously, this podcast goes worldwide, but in our own community, we wanted to be able to let people know that we exist. And the, and the yeah, the the front is our our logo. Uh, on the back are the QR codes to listen either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or I think Google. And it just it's just technology, 
right? You can scan that QR code with your phone. It'll automatically go to that platform that you want it to go to. So you can scan one of the three and uh, and subscribe to us. And that's the biggest thing. Get subscribers, have them share it, uh, have them listen as often as they can. Most of our episodes are short enough, I think, to listen every every week. Right. Um, and hopefully interesting enough anyway. Right. <laughs> I think so. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah those, those, I love that business card idea. That was, uh, I think, Rose and McKenna, uh, and then Madison actually, I think, designed them. So, uh, well, again, one of our interns, which is uh, another whole facet uh, for listeners. Probably heard a few episodes back. We talked to uh, Liz Alderson, who started off as an intern and is now one of our one of our therapists and, and right. master social workers. Right. And um, our interns are awesome. So, thank you, Madison, for designing that. Well, and it also, I mean, now we can give folks a chance to know if they are making a monetary donation. I mean, Dasis has nineteen employees that are working mm-hmm. as as therapists as counselors in the shelter um being a part of allowing them to do their work is huge yeah and, and what's incredible is you know so many nonprofits and charities and, and help organizations service organizations they run on completely volunteer hours and everything and that's great but when it comes to domestic and sexual abuse it, we, we need so much more Right, and this organization is now run sort of like a business. Now your your donations go to our services. Our staff, from from what I understand, from what I've heard over the over discussions, our salaries are paid through things like grants from the state, from federal donations help our our clients, our survivors, our victims. So <clears throat> when you donate, you're helping someone who needs help. Right. Our our staff, you talk about those nineteen. They're paid by the state and by federal, so your donation helps the, the people. So I I got in a loop there, sorry, <laughs> but that's no, that's good. That's important to, to know, right? And Absolutely. So, so to see this organization run like a business, and and we we have you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a volunteer too, so I hate to say that, but at times you've got to have somebody that's paid. You know, we oh, wouldn't have therapy if somebody correct. wasn't paid. I mean, you have highly educated people who <laughs> are working to provide services, allowing um, our clients to better their lives and mm-hmm. to to get the support they need i mean volunteers are terrific and we want lots of volunteers but that's not who you want as your therapist you do right. want someone who knows what they're doing and is going to be able to to help you and get you in the right spot or help you get yourself to the right spot yeah amen so great good yeah. it's an good. amazing organization it feels so fortunate to be part of it don't you i agree yes <laughs> i have learned so much and i uh, it is truly a wonderful organization yeah. and so helpful um Especially if you don't realize that you even need the help, which you kind yeah. of alluded to a bit earlier. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And you, you know, you say helpful. Someone close to me, I won't give details, but someone close to me recently, uh, her, their, their relationship, I'm going to start that again. So, you talk about helpful. Uh, someone close to me, their relationship turned physically abusive. Mm. And, I was able to reach out to that person and say, hey, just so you know, there's this organization that has services in your area. And it's more than the shelter. The shelter's amazing. But it's not just a place to go for a bed. We offer therapy. We offer therapy for children. We offer it for both spouses. If you need help, I want you to know that this exists. And that person close to me, excuse me, that person close to me, engage DASIS for help That's and so great. I get to see that personally the the impact of that and, and I wouldn't have necessarily known that not being a board member now that I am I love spreading that word right 
I hope I, I don't want to have to spread that word, but right. since I have to, I'm, I'm glad that I do. And so, so being able to see that in action is absolutely incredible. Um, and now that person that's close to me is, is getting the help that they need. And so is their partner. And so are their children. Mm-hmm. Like this is incredible. Mm-hmm. And so to have that in our backyard and be able to tell that story is, is very powerful. Right. And them being able to move on to that next step to change mm-hmm. their lives, to improve their lives um, is really what it's all about. Absolutely. You know? We're kind of in the business of putting ourselves out of business is yeah. what we're hoping. So Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. pray for that. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Great. Well, Dan, thank you so much. Thank you for creating us. <laughs> this podcast is, is um, I think, very helpful to so many. Once again, our 800 number, 800-828-2023 and dasismi.org. And we would love to hear from you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks. Thank you for listening to I'm Not In an Abusive Relationship. If these stories resonate with you and you need help, please visit our website, dasasmi.org. That's dasasmi.org. Or call our hotline at 800-828-2023. We are here to walk alongside you. Now, if you know someone who might benefit from our show, please share it. Social media, email, simply telling someone about it, all help us spread the word and help us to combat domestic and sexual violence. We also welcome financial and volunteer support. That information is on our website. Thank you to the staff, volunteers, and board of directors at Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services. This podcast is produced with the help of a committee of dedicated advocates. Thank you to WBET Radio in Sturgis, Michigan for the use of their studio. This has been a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence and a production of Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services of Michigan.